Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 64 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on today's show we have the very great pleasure of having stand-up comedian, TV and radio star and most importantly, youth fan Henning Vane. We talk how he got into comedy, the current comedy environment, and most importantly, getting down that pilot field and watching our beloved use. Also on the show, we've got Tim's takes from our women's team win at the pilot field versus Parkwood. We've got the returning Hastings United Independent Supporters Club chair, Adam Smith, who talks about the massive Fan Day Supporters Club event on the 16th of April versus BCD Athletic and all that it entails. And then finally, we move on to the SBTS Fan Roundtable with all the usual irrelevant banter you're accustomed to. Enjoy, Hastings fans. But before we chat to that lovely man, Henning, here's the shout-outs. Firstly, we've got a shout-out to Adam Carter from multiple Hastings United fans. It was great to hear Adam behind the stick again. And as ever, you're improving the service you provide. We're even able to listen to past comms now, which is brilliant, particularly the hilarious East Grinstead match day comms when the equaliser went in against Ashford. It's well recommended, listen. Check all of that out on hufcradio.co.uk. He's also obviously got a link on the club website or Facebook. Just search for HUFC Radio. As I said, it's great to see you back, Adam. Windy John wants to give a big shout out to good mates of his who are also playing at the pilot field this Saturday. That's Wall and Bernie. They're apparently a couple of top chaps and they play some top music. So we've got two things to enjoy this Saturday. Winning the league and a bit of our decent music. Gotta love it. And over to Henning Vane. Well, it gives you great pleasure to have Henning Vane on, on this podcast. Absolute, an absolute honour. Uh, Henning is a stand-up comedian who is regularly on our TV and radio screens. Well, not screens on the radio. But TV and on our radios, uh, there isn't. I don't think there is a panel show that you haven't been on. Is there? Is there possibly any out there that you haven't been on? Oh, I think uh, Celebrity Juice. <laughs> that, that's uh, the one that's still on the list. Oh, is it? You need to scratch that one. That's off, on the yeah. bucket list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. But he's also a regular down the pilot field, which uh, is fantastic. But I mean, before we get into that. Uh, Henning, about your how you fell in up with Hastings. Can I can I talk a little bit about your comedy? I mean, first of all, uh, growing up in Germany, I, I'm from the the ilk of the old Blackadder, uh, Monty Python, Forty Towers, where they they kind of suggested that Germans didn't have a sense of humour. What brought you into comedy? Please explain. I uh, so essentially the company I was working for back home in Germany, they were about to go under. Now I looked at my CV and it looked all right, but I didn't speak English other than basic school English. And I thought, let's go to Britain for a few months and uh, learn the language. Then I applied because I've always worked in football. I applied to all the 92 league clubs and ended up with a job in marketing on Wickham Wanderers. Oh, um, yeah, so and then I've been in Blighty for, uh, I don't know, maybe for a year at that point. And then I walked into a pub and they had a sign out saying tonight's stand-up comedy. I never heard of stand-up comedy, but I was intrigued. Mm. Went to watch it, uh, really enjoyed the concept. And I thought, oh, I wouldn't mind giving that a go myself. So, and then it just all developed from there. 
Oh, okay. All right. So, I mean, in terms of, you're obviously, because you're a funny man, you must have had some kind of heroes when you were growing up. Uh, anyone that inspired you or you think influenced your comedy? I mean, you're always influenced by by where you grew up and the, 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 the value system you were raised in and all that. So, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't really attach any names to it. No, mate. Nah, not really, funnily enough. Not really. There wouldn't be anyone that, 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 that you go, oh, I was inspired by Germany's Dave Allen or, or, or anything like that. No, it was like more, more everyday life. I knew, I knew what I, uh, I mean, someone falling over, that's always funny, isn't it? So wherever you are. So, and uh, yeah, so and it's more, more what really appealed to me in everyday life was more uh, uh, slapstick, things going wrong. So I always enjoyed watching that. I mean, who who made you laugh then? I mean, like back back when you were growing up. I mean, uh, I mean oh, might... oh, there is there is I don't know. There is uh, Otto Valkes. He was good. Then Didi Hallerford. And then, I mean, all all them names will mean nothing to anyone <laughs> other than the uh, the German branch of the uh, of the Hastings United. Yeah. Uh, Supporters Association, yeah. and uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you're telling me there's bloody loads of them in Germany, but I, somehow I don't believe you, Chris. Well, there, there is. Um, Robert, I'm going to have to get Robert to get in contact with you. Him and his lads, they go uh, SK Bonn. You might not know who that team is. Yeah, yeah, Sports Club Bonn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah SK yeah. Bonn, yeah. Uh, they're regular attenders there if, when they can't get to Hastings. Obviously, that, that pandemic has stopped them slightly, but now that's over. Um, hopefully. Oh, they'll be coming over again in their thousands. Over. Thousands. Or tens. But tens. Yeah. Tens. Ten tens. thousands. Yeah. yeah, so what about, like, obviously your English comedy? Because, I mean, you've been talking slapstick. Oh, yeah, Benny Hill was yeah. popular. Benny Hill did travel then. Uh, uh, where have you, Mr. Bean? Something on that. Obviously, that's the kind of, of humour that travels the easiest because, well, it's physical, so it doesn't rely on... You knowing any reference points, or there is no language hurdle, and 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 so therefore all all, all the stuff that that's visual uh, uh, works the best. That's why say you go Covent Garden and watch the uh, performance oh, in Covent uh, Garden, exactly mimes and all that. Lots of them with their shows. They are uh, from France and God knows where. Uh, probably can't get a straight sentence out in English, but they don't have to. No. They don't have to. Comedy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you've been over here for a, a number of years. Who who is who would you say is funny now on the circuit? Who who are the ones that you just say like, you know what? I walk in there, I know I'm going to be royally entertained or insulted. Oh, there is so many that are really good in there. Like, uh, I mean, when it's a crowd interaction, you can't get better than Al Murray. Mm. So that is what what he does in regards to crowd interaction is absolutely priceless. Well, Stuart Lee, I mean, he gone a bit mad over COVID, but uh, I've, he's still got it. Uh, yeah, so there, there, is, there is no shortage of really good acts. Yeah. And the good thing is, they all come to the Delaware. They do, don't they? And I'll see Stuart Lee at the Delaware. The, uh, I, where, where, what gig was I at? I was at a gig with, um, I think he was at The Fall. I was watching uh, The Fall play back in London. And uh, my, my drunk wife, at the, well, she's still my wife. But she was drunk at the time. She's chatting to some guy, and I tell her it's Stuart Lee, and they're both going on about Marky Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a big fan of them, Stu. Mm. Big fan of them. I've been to, uh, I've been to the Fall twice with Stu. Once in in London, once in uh, the one near Highbury, 
Oh, I'm not sure. What, what is the venue called? Uh, either way, there was two of them, two in North London. I've seen the fall twice. And uh, and what? I know who they were. And then uh, Stu said, come, come, you'll, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, Marky Smith, he was just hiding behind one of the big speakers. So essentially, yeah. he was never envisioned. That was absolutely priceless. Wait. So, uh, I saw him in, in Hastings as well. They played Hastings actually the fall. Um, but oh. what? What? Just quick. quick They've all so played. Oh, everybody's everyone. on the whole world played on Hastings here. They did. Yeah. But the, the, the just quick sidebar on the fall. I always find because I was a massive fall, but I got I've got loads of CDs. I've got like, literally all of that stuff, right? Because I'm a sad fan. And one of the things I used to think was, you know, when Marky e. Smith would mess around with the he would mess around with the settings, and then he would go off. And it was, then they'd be going into like proper acoustic, you know, like proper going for it. And he wasn't on stage. Like for all of us, we were like, you know what, this is him. It's, you know, uh, he, he wants that sound out there and it's it's all this. And it wasn't, he wanted to go for a piss and he wanted a fag. That was the only reason he was doing that. <laughs> and I, to, to our, we were like, oh, this is deep. And it's like, no, no, it's not deep at all. He just needs a wee. But yeah, um, yeah there you go. Anyway, that on Marky Smith there. I mean, what you just, I mean, you're talking about, I'm, I'm with you on uh, Stuart Lee. Used to love him. Uh, I, I, he's, he's still okay, but yeah, it's the, the modern times and talking of the modern times. I mean, is it difficult to shape a routine these days? Because we do have, unfortunately, the Twitter police out there. Um, the comedy's kind of, you know, there's a lot of people telling people what they can't talk about these days, which to a comedian, should, you know, you guys are on the front lines on this because. I think a life funny. environment. In a life environment, you can still do whatever you want to do. Mm. Uh, you, you're better off uh, not getting in, uh, involved, engaged in any shape or form on on social media. But uh, live entertainment, I think, is still largely. I mean, the only trouble where that really, where where your live performances are affected by it is if there's a group of online trolls mm. and. Uh, and essentially, they, 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 they essentially uh, 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 lobby all the venues not to let you perform. Uh, and that is when it actually impacts your, uh, your work. And that is, I mean, I mean, just look at the number of venues that cancelled Chubby Brown. Yeah. So he has got a track record of playing there for decades. I mean, you might, uh, I'm not a fan of what he does, but he, I mean, it should be anyone's decision. If you want to buy a ticket, go. And if you don't want to see it, don't buy a ticket. It's as simple as that. But uh, no. well, that's what it used to be like for everyone. You know, like if you didn't like them, like it's like Jim Davison used to play or whoever played. It's like, well, you don't like them. Never went. It's like, you know, exactly. everyone has a right to make a living. I mean, I, I, you know, it's uh, an exactly awful. right. And now once you have gone then some some vigilante groups that then uh, uh, put pressure on venues that then venues uh, uh, Cancelled certain events and all that. That is that is worrying. Mm, but essentially, in a way, you can't control it anyway because you don't know what nutcases are going to come after you. It's totally irrelevant uh, of what you say or don't say because they make it up as they as they go along anyway. So therefore, you might as well not bother mm. or not worry about it because it's outside your control anyway. No, fair enough then. Well, talking about tours. You, you, you're currently, are you, is your tour just about to end or is it, you're still in the middle of it, aren't you? Ask me again next March. Uh, it's about to end next March. So, uh, wow. Okay. 
Well, so you 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 you, were, you, you just spoke uh, before we started. You just you were just come back from Tunbridge Wells. I mean, how's it going? What's the crowds like now post COVID? Is it uh, that was interesting yesterday? Tunbridge Wells was uh, surprisingly high number of people who were still wearing face masks. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, what can you say? Uh, I mean, that is all on a voluntary basis. That's not enforced, and that's just. Uh, People's choice, they want to look like that. And uh, uh, good luck to them. So, uh, uh, but, but I, I would say overall, people are back in the theatres because they, unlike say in Germany, there is no social distancing here and they can sell to capacity as it should be. And um, yeah, I, I, I would say the uh, entertainment is thriving again, more or less. A good thing good thing just to, to on the touch on that so germany they still uh you're not allowed to play indoors is that is that still the case there oh, oh yeah with a yeah always 25 percent capacity or something i had my mother on the blower uh, only a few days ago mm. and she said she'd been uh, on the bus and uh, she was asked for her uh, vaccination card on the local bus i mean say no more bloody nonsense well. Because she's in her eighties. Now, if she wouldn't have had that car, what would they have done? Would they have kicked her out and then she had to walk <laughs> home or what? <laughs> so. I, mean, I mean, we're going a sidebar here, but I mean, the amount of authoritarians that come out of the woodwork with all of these passports and all that, and luckily, uh, luckily, the majority of people are blowing this away, and it's it's not the prevailing wind anymore, which is mm. it's bloody oh, that's a good thing. So, uh, mm. yeah, and long should it. And long should it stay that way. Mm. Henning, you've been seen uh, um, many times at Hastings. Why did you come along and how did you get that football bug? Well, because I've, uh, well, I moved to Hastings, I don't know, about four years ago. And um, no, my, my then girlfriend and I, we decided we wanted to move to the seaside, looked at a few places, Margate, stayed there for a week. And I mean, that is, unless you're, unless you're fluent in Polish, uh you stand no chance uh then we went to deal uh that is just too small and yeah, you couldn't i mean it's lovely for long weekend but we went deal for a week essentially we ended up in the snooker hall five of the seven evenings and neither of us enjoys playing snooker <laughs> and then that was the only thing you could do and then hastings is just right isn't it because hastings is uh, small enough and you know everyone and big enough that there's always something happening so and therefore that was a very easy decision moving to Hastings and uh, yeah then I mean I'm obviously a football fan and then wherever I live I would go and watch the local the local team so and uh, yeah luckily uh, I didn't go to Hollington first time so but uh, to to pilot field so that's uh, how I uh, support Hastings United so and I go there I mean, it's just like part of the local uh, the local scene, isn't it? It's like it's local, uh, local colour and uh, support your local team. And I remember the first season, uh, I went, they weren't doing all that well at all. Same division, obviously. So, but a uh, lot closer to, uh, to bottom end. And then they had the uh, replaced not only the manager, but the whole team were playing in front of 300 people or something. And uh, all I can say, it was a lot easier to get a cup of tea. <laughs> Well, I mean, Hollerton's loss is our game, yeah? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, but, yeah, so 
following us, following us for a while, you know, you, you sort of say, oh, you know, turn up, follow your local team. But, you know, I, I've seen, you know, I see you cycle to to um, Ashford. So, I mean, you went, you're going to away games. And I know you were there in your, your cycling gear next to, obviously, the great uh, Gary Histed and his mankini. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, you know, we're a good pair, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to get you two together one day. Yeah. Well, talking talking of that game, because we, we, we had a quick... Um, a little sidebar before we go to questions. We 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 uh, one of the gents that we, we've spoken about before, uh, CJ. I'm giving CJ a shout. He will be this thing. Um, he was the one that was having the argument with the uh, steward. Do you remember the? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. take fans away? Do you take? <laughs> do you take fans away? Well, yeah. So- no, you tell me. Do you take fans away? <laughs> do you take fans away? <laughs> It's the power of alcohol. It really is. And then they were going, do you take fans away? No, no, do you take fans away? Well, CJ. If, if the people with the cult had been there, he would have definitely <laughs> taken away. Oh, no, it, was, oh, it was a moment. Of, we were stuck in time there. It was beautiful. He just wanted to know if Ashford <laughs> takes fans away and he didn't get a good answer, did he? He. The, uh, the eagle eyes that he he has. We were at East Grinstead last Saturday, and he spotted that the goalkeeper was wearing a tag. <laughs> yeah. And we we didn't believe him, obviously, but we were singing along and 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 the goalkeeper who was great banter at the end. I'll send you the picture after we finish this. Uh, showed off his lovely tag, and um, we were having debates on what what offence he'd committed. And um, we did ask him a few times if if he can actually go to away games. Is he allowed, or is that out of his zone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was great value. I mean, you got to love non-league. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Goalie was was attacked. That's fantastic. So, did you then? Did you find out what he had done? I, I I'm going to have to explore that. I I when I left, I, I we hadn't found out at that point. I mean, there was various things that were alleged towards him. But uh, we never got, I don't think we actually got the final call. I think maybe we should make something up, which is, is is the way in 2022. Right, moving on. We are going to move on to questions. Now we have questions from our support base. Now we also have questions from uh, the 10 German Bombers German fan club of the Hastings United. But we'll, first of all, we'll go to uh, Andy. Andy, he's a big fan of yours, by the way. And he's going to just say he... He's, we're getting him a, t- a t-shirt made up with Je suis main stand written on it because he is main stand royalty and he's going to be at your gig next Friday. Well, oh, Margate, yeah. yeah. Oh, poor lad. Um, yeah. And he asks, are you really there for the football or are you there just gathering material? <laughs> now, what, I mean, what material can you, there is no material in any of this. Um, now I'm there. I want to see the football. I want to see goals, goals, goals. I want to see Tom Chalmers come down the line and all that. So the wings. So that's what I want to see. Yeah. Well, now it's the football, definitely. It's uh, yeah. It makes you feel yeah, football. A nice cup of tea or a pint or six. So uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just it's just great. Like support the local football club and all that and like. 
all the wheeling dealing that's going on and then that is always the nice thing isn't it like everyone's giving it a hundred percent like the, the directors and all that all that shady dealings and all that that's, no, that, that's the East Grinstead about. goalie that was the East Grinstead goalie you're talking about yeah. again now <laughs> yeah 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 no uh, just and he also sent me a picture which I, I'll send send you later which he sent me a picture of the vice beer glass that he's got from the Germany one England five game just so yeah you might want to throw some when was that Oh, it was the, it, Michael it Owen. Michael Owen got a hat trick. So it what are you was talking about. Never heard of it. Right. Never heard. Of it. it never happened. Okay. Right. Oh, I was at the tournament where Germany went then on and played in the final. But England got pecking week before <laughs> then. Is it that one? There we go. Touche. Touche. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um, right. Moving on. This is. Uh, anyway, that's like me having a vice beer glass where it says Stalingrad, nineteen forty-one. <laughs> 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 we were doing well early on and then uh <laughs> petering out yeah that was that was definitely uh yeah it was away away goals uh defeat that one right yeah. the um so uh no, this is from uh johnny wills he's a big fan he's, he sent me some pictures of you and him where he's obviously tried to i don't know maybe um sexually harass you or something i don't know um, yeah I don't know. yeah he says uh first of all um have you thought of putting some Hastings United content in your shows to raise our profile? Well, I mentioned I mentioned the use. I do mention not on stage, but uh, like so when I'm on the radio or something, and something is being discussed. So yeah, I might no, I'll put put stuff for, uh, about United on 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 Twitter and all that. So that's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, as part of the show, I don't know. I mean, yeah. You can be niche, but there is such a thing as too niche. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> and it, it, well, he's got another one for you here. And also, then, uh, say yeah. I had a gig in Ashford, so then, uh, and then I would have to ask them if they take fans away and all that. <laughs> well, that, well, some people say Ashford get battered everywhere they go. There was two, two. Yeah. <laughs> Did, um, right. So he asks to get. He asks. Uh, no petrol, no fans. Exactly. No fans, no petrol. Yes, you've got a good memory. Right. When it right, when you were at the Brighton, this is John asking here. Uh, and then a few years he saw you at Brighton, and he said a few years later he saw you at the pilot field. He says you looked a lot lankier, right? I'm I'm sure that's what it says, lankier. Yeah. How, how did you grow one foot? And he's put, sorry, 30.48 centimeters for you in that time, as it seems to you you seem to have passed puberty so yeah you... no, what i've done is tell him i didn't grow height wise i just strength i shrank sideways <laughs> so <laughs> i give the appearance of being lankier uh because uh, i'm not as chubby anymore so that is uh how i've approached that issue well because he says have you had some spanish inquisition type torture since living here uh not physical not no no physical torture just possibly yeah just mentally yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh right now we've got right head of the supporters club over in germany robert gruel he uh first of all he says where do you get a decent loaf of bread in england uh trinity whole foods uh in hastings so apparently According to Rob, this is the first thing a German asks when they come to England. 
I'm not German. My so everything know. else, I get all my stuff from Trinity Whole Foods uh, in Hastings. Okay. Americana, okay. isn't that? Is that's what that area is called? Yeah. Yeah, and he goes. He also asks, "What's your What's your club over in Germany?" Schalke zero four. Okay. But they can do one. <laughs> right then. So, uh, John Gale asks. Uh, do Germans still watch Dinner for One every New Year's Eve? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, for ones who don't know it, I mean, you can see it on YouTube, and it's essentially a story. Uh, by, uh, it's, it's, it's a sketch, 15 minutes, of Freddie Frinton, Grimsby-born Freddie Frinton is in it, and uh, essentially there is an old lady, and uh, he's her butler, and then she has always she always had the same friends over like uh for for dinner like uh, a, a general and uh so uh, the vicar and whatever so and over the years they've all died and then he has to impersonate them all so and then he essentially has to eat and drink for all of them so he eats and drinks for 12 and gets increasingly hammered and then there is lots of brilliant physical comedy uh of him tripping over stuff so he's superb yeah, no. Oh, good, and we good, play good. that every New Year's Eve. So essentially, there's all the cable channels. You can start watching that at midday. And if you zap, it's 100% chance. If you change channels, you can watch that from midday till one in the morning for 13 hours solid. It will be on some channel. No, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Well, um, that's the questions. So let's talk about this Saturday. This Saturday, massive game. We are going up. We are going up. Uh, and chap, are you going to be able to make the game? Yeah. Excellent. Because if we win, I think it's if we win or draw, we're up. So it uh, should be marvellous scenes. Will you hang around for a little bit and celebrate with any of the players or fans? Well, I don't know any of the players. But, but yeah, I'm definitely will be you around. And, and, and having a, having a few... Uh, yeah, with his dad. I got checked dad in Ashford. So uh yeah, I will definitely be having a, a few few sherbets when I'm there. Yeah, I'm on bloody you night. You know when you're going up, Chris. How when do you do you have you don't have to work on Sunday, I hope. No, I'm I'm on bloody night shifts Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So no drink. And I have to I have to I have to go. Unbelievable. And everyone knows that I do this podcast at work. So I can't like, oh, hang on, I'm ill. That everyone knows I'm 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 snookered, completely oh, snookered. No. But uh, they'll let me go in a little bit later. It just means I won't drink. I'll just make up for it. At and you will just hope now that that we lose. And well, I will be running around. What's happening this weekend? <laughs> I'll just yeah, I'll have everything thrown at me. I'll be celebrating if Hayward Heath win. No, I won't be. Uh, I'll, obviously, I want us to go up. Um, it's, yeah, it's but we go up regardless. I mean, we could lose every game now and he would go up. I know, it's ridiculous. 14 points ahead, loads of goals ahead as well. So it's happening. And this then is... next season, we're playing against all the giants of English football. Tooting and Mitchum and how oh, you name it. Hey, Lewis. Lewis. Not, yeah. not far from the Harvey's Brewery. I mean, come on. Yeah. Horsham. What, what game are you looking forward to the most then in the new division? In the new division? Yeah. Um, Probably Lewis or uh, I think Kingstonians. I think are on our league above, and that's where uh, one of our uh, one of our best players, Daniel Ajakai, who played with us for a few years. And, and yeah, the winger, he was phenomenal. Yeah, he's he's playing. He's banging goals in for them. So you know, I look forward to seeing him. Oh, I saw the had gone to Haven and Waterloo. Will yeah, and then he moved. 
Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And where is that? Uh, is that Landra Aziz? Is he still with? No, he's gone as well, isn't he? No, he's gone. Um, yeah, he. Oh, God, I think I'm not sure where he's gone. Oh, and what happened here? Gilead, you know that. The old programs here, obviously, I collect programs. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing I think United have to sort. When you buy them tickets, and I know they don't want to pay tax on the money they make at the gates, I get that. <laughs> but at least uh, yeah, give yeah. someone a little ticket, a ticket stuff that says what game you attended. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm very old school like that. Uh, I, I would like old, to, I mean, they all, it's all about, yeah, well, we, we, you know, we'll talk about tax, but the, you know, the tickets themselves, it's always a nice memento. That's why I always buy a program, a print Same program. Here. Like went to East Grinstead uh, Saturday. It's all this online crap. That's not a program. That's no, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Last time when Wickham Wanderers, Wickham Wanderers, they've got their tickets now only online mm. and their program online. So the only thing what you can have now is a team sheet. And that is obviously better than nothing. But it's still like you're not going to keep and print out like an online ticket and then file it away with all your proper tickets. It's just stupid. Oh, nice. I have done stuff before with a lot of other on this podcast with with, with people talking about saving the printed program because uh, a lot of clubs don't don't see the use in it. And, I, and it's, uh, to me, it's just lazy. It's just you, you, you. It can be done. It's a lot cheaper than it used to be in terms of production of these things. So there's not really any excuse and. Um, you know, it's great for advertising as well, you know, but, yeah. Well, look, Henning, mm. this has been an absolute pleasure, chap. And uh, mm. please come on a round table with the fans. Yeah. At some point when you're free. Um, yeah. Oh, you're busy tomorrow, aren't you? You're playing football. Today. Oh, you're playing football today? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. The under twenty. We should tell the scouts, really. We should tell the, the scouts to come to William Parker Academy this evening. Yeah. Maybe I can get, because you were saying just how quickly players go from one team to another. Maybe, I don't know, if Gary is free this evening, he can come around, have a look, and maybe sign me up in time for Saturday. Do you know what? I'm going to pass that on. Yes, I mean, <laughs> heading down the wing. <laughs> uh, the, the, well, yeah, uh, yeah. so see, we'll see you Saturday. Um, yeah. And please, please come on a round table. Uh, lots of fans have, have bombarded me with messages and things like that. Uh, you know, it's really fabulous that, you know, someone as uh, esteemed as you. I'll give it a rest. <laughs> but no, it'd be, it'd be great to, to uh, grab a beer with you at some point as well. Yeah. So look, Henning Venn, thank you, sir. And Hi, uh, see you at the game, mate. See you at the game. See you at the game. Bye-bye up there, Hastings. Bye. And now over to Tim's Takes. Getting in contact with the latest ladies game. I've just come back from a lovely sunny pilot field where the ladies were playing Parkwood women's team um, who've had a tough time this season. I think they've lost all their away games and have had some real thumpings. But the result today was a 3-0 win for Hastings, which it puts us into second place. And um, it goes very well with our men's team winning 4-0. So that's... Um, Put both teams in a good position still for securing that first place in the league, which we which we hope we're going to do. The game kicked off with, I think we scored in the second minute, and it, the goal came from a long ball through from our goalkeeper Blair Hamilton, who hit a long pass downfield, and 
Georgia Tibble's first touch on the ball was brilliant in the area. She brought it under control and put herself in a great position to fire home with that trusted left foot, which of course she did. So we were 1-0 up in the second minute. And really, the, the whole match was a game of attack versus defence. You know, Parkwood very rarely threatened. And our two centre-halves at the back, Sophie Reed and Rosie Muggeridge, you know, who are very dependable, didn't have too much to do. Blair came out of goal a couple of times just to kick the ball downfield. Otherwise, not much to do. Our left-back and captain, Rebecca Ralph, was as good as ever. And... Lauren Sharp at right back coming in into the side um, was very sound as well. And, um, yeah, we had control of the game. And Megan Critchfield in midfield, yeah, just is a very good holding midfield player. She just gets the ball and passes it. Georgia Tibble, you always look to for something extra. And we had Nicole Bate up on the left and swapping wings quite often with the speedy... Sean Heather, uh, yeah, they both put in good runs. So we were on top for the whole game, but it took until the 45th minute for for Hastings to get our second goal when Sean Heather down the right put over a great cross to the far post. And this time, Georgia didn't use her left foot. This time she headed it into the net. But then in about a minute later, she took one of her trademark corners, which it was beautifully flighted, and that went into the net. 3-0 at half-time. Um, second half was a bit of a non-event, really, because Hastings controlled it. There were lots of gold mouth scrambles in both first and second halves where you thought the ball's got to end up in the net somehow or other. In the first half, a couple were cleared off the line. But the keeper, again, put in some good saves. And, and Parkwood yeah, were yeah, were good value, really, for 3-0. They never gave up. They keep on kept defending solidly, and it was um, a, you know, a genuine performance from them. But three 0 puts us into second place. As last week, we've got to keep on winning. We've got an away game next week at New Haven, who um, won't be too bad. And also, Welling will be quite dangerous coming up on the horizon. Here, yeah, they won't be too. I think we beat them quite easily at home, but they may have improved a bit lately and uh, I think our final two games against Meridian and Bexhill both away so just hopefully the ladies will keep on winning very solid performance Billy used you know a lot of the substitutes I think she probably used all of them uh, just to give a run out and yeah it's just another three points not as enjoyable this time as the men's game which was brilliant at East Grinstead and of course um, with all the bad news of digesting our 10-wicket cricket defeat in um, the Caribbean. God, dear, that's a shocker. And had a nice chat at the game with Georgia's dad, Stuart, and granddad, Dave. And Georgia's a very talented cricketer, apparently, as well, which doesn't surprise me. So hopefully she'll be striking a few fours and sixes and taking wickets for... Well, I think she played for Eastbourne last, but about time she transferred to the Hastings ladies team, or men's team for that matter. All the best. And now we talk to Adam Smith, Hastings United Independent Supporters Club Chair on Hastings United Fan Day. It gives me great pleasure to have Adam Smith on the show again. Uh, Adam Smith, who's the chair of the Hastings United Independent Supporters Club. Hello, Adam. 
Good evening. Good evening. Now, Adam's got some very exciting news that's just been finalised. Uh, a fan day organised by the Supporters Club. It's going to be for April 16th, which is the game, uh, home game against VCD Athletic. Hopefully, the title will be well in the bag by then, eh, Smithy? Oh, definitely. It's, it's been sorted uh, Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Adam, please tell us all about it. So, yeah, uh, Saturday, April the 16th, we at the Supporters Club are making this Fans Day. And what Fans Day is there to do is to hopefully get the wider fan base more engaged with what's going on at the football club, what goes on on match day. And to do this, we're going to open up a few of the things that happen for sponsors and things like that during that match day. Okay. Such as? So what we're going to do, one of the big ones that we're, we're quite proud of, for the first time ever, we're going to have a fans vote for man of the match. Oh, nice one. And how do they do that, Adam? So what we're going to do, we will start advertising it in the programme from this Saturday and all across social media. There's going to be a QR code that you scan and it's going to direct you to the Supporters Club website. Once you're on the Supporters Club website, there's going to be a, a poll with all of the players on there. You pick your man of the match and that's your vote done. So, and, and what do we do that? Do we do that on match day during the game? That's going to happen on match day. So the second we kick off at three o'clock, the voting will be open and we are going to close it 15 minutes before the end of the game so we can uh, collate the votes, ready to announce it on the PA in the sort of about the 85th minute they normally do it on a match day. Oh, great. So you can actually find out on the day. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, and is there any other things uh, that the supporters club's going to be laying on that day? Uh, so what we're going to do with the man of the match, we are going to ask a member to present the award. Oh, great. And, and so how, how do they go about uh, trying to get involved in that? Uh, what we're going to do, once we release all this on social media, there's going to be specific adverts for little things that we're doing on the day. One of them will be the presentation award post. So if you comment on that post saying you want to do it, or you email us, then we will put all the names in a hat and then before the game, we will draw it and let the winner know that they've won and then to meet us at the end of the game by the tunnel, ready to present the award. Oh, great. Uh, you also be doing stuff with mascots. Is there an opportunity for someone to be a mascot as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, to interact with the younger Hastings United fans. Again, we're asking if any of our members' children, grandchildren want to be a mascot for the day oh cool well that, that's, that's brilliant is that again that they should check our social media and then post in if they're interested in that yep definitely again yep check the social media there'll be a specific post for that enter all your details say you want to be a member we, we'll tell you what details we need name age things like that and then that'll give the uh, young Hastings fans the opportunity to walk out of the tunnel with the players on the 16th and get the whole uh, mascot treatment. Oh, Something yeah. a little bit special that's that's not normally open to uh, to everyone. Yeah, no. Brilliant, brilliant. I mean, it, it, I think, yeah, because obviously we've spoken a little bit earlier, you were saying that if you get that in early and send a picture in, uh, your, your your child will get in the programme, their picture in the programme before for the match day. 
Yep, yeah, definitely. After speaking with the people that do the programme and the people at the football club, it will be treated exactly the same as a mascot if you were someone that was paying to do it. And of course, it's free of charge. You get your picture and a little bit about your child in the programme. So that's something that you can keep and take home, a little memory from the day. Uh, no, I mean, I know it's early It's it's early days. We were saying that, that there might be more things added to it. So, I mean, it's, it's sounds like a really exciting day, Adam. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 something that we're, we're coming up with ideas all the time. And I imagine there's even going to be ideas that we think of the Friday before the game that we're going to do. Mm. It's just it's just one of them that it's all good fun. And if, if any of you guys listening have an idea and something that, yeah, that would be good for you guys to do on a match day, let us know. No, great stuff. And I know you were, you were, we were also saying about the, the sign-ups for next season that we're going to be opening up, joining now, because potentially the the cost of being a member might go up. But there's a lot of things that we're trying to get in in terms of membership, lots of lots of special deals, lots of discounts. So at the moment, it's only £10 to be a member. That yeah. might not be, it might not be that way uh, next season, but I suppose if, if you join up this season, it'll still be £10. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. So sign up on that day. As you say, we will hold the £10 sign-up fee and that will guarantee your membership for the 2022-2023 season. Even if there is a price increase, you will be guaranteed all the special discounts for £10 if you sign up on the day. So that's obviously beer deals, that's uh, discounted travel on match days and a lot of other potential things in terms of merchandising as well. I know that's in the offing. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, Adam, thanks for your time. And, no problem. Uh, well, I'll, I'll see you at the game because uh, Saturday we're going up. We're going to win the league Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's sold you. <laughs> well, listen, take care. Thanks for your time. You too, Chris. Thank you, Cheers, buddy. Adam. And it's that time now for the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And a big shout out and thanks to Malcolm, Andy, Leon, Matt Stacks. Johnny Gale, and of course, Johnny Wills for making it happen. Gives me great pleasure to introduce the chaps as ever for the uh, Sussex by the Sea roundtable. So we have uh, Malcolm, daddy of Craig, I play through the pain barrier stone, John John Windy Gale. We've got uh, Linda during the week, but we all know him as Matt, <laughs> the band man. We've got Andy. It could be long and black, but it isn't. It's flat white. And um, <laughs> my stage name. Yeah, the stage name. <laughs> Leon, who, as we all know, works for Bezos. And of course, at the bottom there, with um, a magnificent uh, syrup on his head, is John Wells. So, hello, gentlemen. Have we had a good week? Good evening. And yeah. a lovely week. Lovely week. Good. Yeah. Right. So, Hastings had a lovely weekend and, well, and Monday, if we're going to count yesterday as well. Uh, magnificent weekend all round, men's and women's. Uh, m- most of us made it to the East Grinstead game and it was a cakewalk. Uh, obviously, a few nerves beforehand, but a, gr- a great win uh, that was in the bag within 20 minutes. Go yeah, on, okay. I think it was uh, everything we expect from Hastings, to be fair. It was... An away day that was more claret and blue than anything else. Uh, you know, they took over. The the fans behind the goal were mega loud. Football was comfortable, wasn't it? 4-0. Um, I think the second half, we had another three or four chances that could have gone in. 
Um, East Grimsted didn't really trouble us. And I think beforehand, I know obviously when you get close, you sort of have that nervous bit, didn't you, a little bit. But I don't think anyone ever really doubted it was in, in you know, in danger of not winning. I think for East Grimsted as well, if you said to them beforehand, would you take a point, a nil-nil, shitty game or something? They would have said, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, it's not yeah. a game that we're going to look proper points, is it? No. Well, I have to say, you know, going out, I was a little bit nervous. I don't know why. I just maybe it was just the whole occasion. I thought, oh, you know, like, just worried how we were going to start. But just from the start, we absolutely dominated it. I mean, Malcolm explained it more. When Malcolm said about, obviously, Craig having a tooth abscess and he was taking a load, load of painkillers and things. And I was like, oh, Christ, this is just set up for it. Craig to take out Finn, Amara. And then uh, the, the, their forwards clean through because Craig's uh, don't know who he's playing for now, but he was absolutely <laughs> magnificent. And that that's that that uh, sliding challenge he made at one nil um, was 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 brilliant. And you know, if, if maybe they'd have put that away, could have been a different game. Probably wouldn't have been, but I'm just all round great game. Anyone else wants to chip in? But they say uh, abscess makes the heart grow fonder, don't they? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Why did you ring him? <laughs> my daughter's broken my kazoo, so that's just that that gimmick's gone out the window. Your kids, mate. I tell you, mate. I might as well do. The practice is nice, but then uh, the reality. Anyway, um, right. So where are we? You want to get a dog? They're trainable. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we could, yeah, we could go there. I wonder you're on the gym, mate. No, that, that this is uh, t- this is uh, sparkling water, mate. Okay. Oh, sparkling. Mm. Yeah. With a bit of liming. Oh, oh la da! Uh, look at you. Well, hang on, don't you go, oi, goat sledge, Walla? Don't you? <laughs> yeah, fucking goat sledge. Yeah, well, I, I saw I that too. I, I haven't been to heist yet. I'm not. I'm not rich enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like, low <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, sorry about that. That 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 did so yeah, so after you said that, Wills, do you want to go from there? Have you got anything interesting to say? Well, I wasn't at the match. Um but were you listening so, to the wonderful commentary from oh, uh, a slightly biased Mr. Carter? It was it was good, yeah. It was really good. The commentary was, especially like has been said, um, when the news came through that Chichester had equalised at Ashford. That was great. That was just nuts, wasn't it? Yeah. Is there anybody I, there who hasn't heard it? I listened to um, he put up a clip, didn't he, of when yeah. when he said he scored, and um, I, I was I was sat on the toilet and nearly dropped my phone. It was that loud. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's very, very funny because the Hastings game became so certain that I, I said to you, Chris, didn't I? I was yeah. ghoulishly watching the Ashford game on Twitter because you, you just sort of knew it was going to happen. And they put it up after 94 minutes and there was just a single tweet underneath saying, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and it just sort of summed the whole thing up, really. <laughs> And it was, I just, oh, it was, it was the, I mean, despite the four goals for me watching from afar, it was the best moment of the afternoon. I think, I think the only way that could have been bettered if the goal 
had been an own goal by Cissé. <laughs> you know, he's come off the bench for Ashford. That he, must have, he must have been thinking, the last time I was here... Yeah. Apparently, he gave away the corner for their goal. Someone oh, like, don't hey, tell me that. Don't oh, really. Sorry. Apparently so, yeah. I don't know if that was... He doesn't stop long anywhere. No, he don't. He was at Merchant, wasn't he, in between Hastings and Ashford? Mm. I don't know if he'd been anywhere else as well, but Jesus. He, he moved quick, didn't he? He should be playing for Sittingbourne, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he owes them some, doesn't he? Yeah. He does, yeah. For free. Yeah. But yeah, getting to the game, I mean, obviously, like the goals, uh, you know, Sammy, Sammy Lamb's got a cracker. Uh, Sam Hasler got a a good one. I mean, and Danny Parrish really kicked in and was causing havoc, wasn't he? I mean, he was, uh, well, it's it the best game I've seen him play in up to now. So, yeah. I think That's both fair. of those two up front, if, if you're a defender to play against them, it's probably a nightmare because you sort of got the best of both, haven't you? Like, Ben's very industrious and he's quite strong and hard, isn't he? And Danny's very quick. And I think if you were a centre-mark up against them, you get a rough afternoon, didn't oh, you? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you're you're always going to feel the Pope's tackle, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that, man. You said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. No, they, they couldn't handle them, could they? Especially Danny. Like his his goals, he just showed his his class. Like to you know to finish at that, you could argue the keeper shouldn't have been beaten at the near post, but it was good, mm. good finish from him. And then that flick for his second goal, yeah. Quality showed his class. Well, the goalie was obviously weighed down by the uh, <laughs> the community okay. tag. Uh, yeah. uh, again, I'll oh, shout, yes. I'll shout <laughs> out CJ as I did when I was talking to Henning uh, before. Yeah. Let's talk. Say CJ, great spot. How you know it spotted that the goalie was wearing a tag, um, and this has been confirmed. The, this is photo evidence as well of this, and he sort of. Good sport, wasn't he, the goalie? Yeah, yeah. No, he took it all. Took it all well. To be fair to him, well, I would have been too scared to gave him too much shit in case he stabbed me or something. He <laughs> <laughs> did look the salt. Do bear in mind, yeah. in, in gangland, revenge is best served cold. So uh, <laughs> I'd keep looking over your shoulders. Uh, but I did get brave enough and piped up and asked if he can do away games with his with his tag. <laughs> yeah, he probably can't do evening matches. No, actually, I saw I, I, looking through their um, their program notes. Like you know, they put like the team sheets of previous games, and the last one he missed was actually a Tuesday game. Yeah, he's probably on okay. curfew. From yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably done ball and chain anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's marriage, isn't it? Oh, right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, so we're not in the we're not in the seventies and eighties <laughs> anymore, are we? So, right. <laughs> The, but uh, but I mean, just just thinking about it, really, what your your comments to Hastings Borough Council, Chris, and what others have said, really, that some will try and take the game away from its roots, won't they? Pe it means so much to a lot of people, and it is basically uh, something that. Um, who was it that said that the working class is is their game really? But I think that shows it, doesn't it? You know, where you've got a keeper there with a a, a leg tag on, and 
and you know he feels that's, that's the criminal class uh, not the working class man. Yeah, see, uh, he could actually be a um, an accountant. Yeah, who's, exactly. Who's been tagged for tax fraud, John? So well, you know, do you think so? I, okay, I stand corrected. It, it, it was the bloke that sold Sam Labatt that uh, ticket. That's what it is. <laughs> Maybe he's a racing pigeon at night. <laughs> he gets tagged. It's getting surreal now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It could be a bizarre form of heart rate monitor. Some sort, some you know, they're everywhere, aren't they? These things. So, yeah, you've got to have your internal organs a bit out of place, though, haven't you? Really, <laughs> if it's yeah. if it's shocking your heart down there. <laughs> I think it was his Fitbit. He's not allowed to wear it on his wrist, being a goalkeeper. So he put no. his Fitbit on his foot. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, when I said yeah, heart rate yeah. monitor, something like that's that. Right. Yeah, didn't look like one. Yeah. Well, don't kill it, Malcolm. Yeah, go with the flow. Yeah, don't. He didn't look. He didn't look a criminal, though, did he? He was a nice no. chap. That's the ones of not course... to, the ones to be wary of, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was eyeing up the fake money. Well, yeah, that was it. Another thing we we yeah. he printed it. Fake money. That. I would. I would also say that wearing a Fitbit down your socks is far more embarrassing than having a having a blinking security tag on you. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather have a tag. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just because uh, uh, rival fans were saying that we're like Man City and all this sort of thing, so some of us did bring uh, lots and lots of fake twenty-pound notes, and we did yeah. throw them in the air when uh, we scored. Um, I, and I was, was going to say... Sorry, one sec. Matt was going to try and buy Zambukas with them. I don't know if he tried in the end or not. Yeah. I was going to say, with Andy's nick, new nickname, we don't want to know what he sucks down his socks. <laughs> oh, was that the idea behind the money? I, I, um, I did wonder. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah it was, they were saying that we were money bags and that we got... Yeah, and it, oh, anyway, it was just it. It was funny at the time. Banter, isn't it? And, it, and any excuse for a bit of uh, a bit of a gimmick, you know what I mean? When yeah. when we went to Ashford, they they were saying the only way we we're, we're doing so well is that we bought all the best players, we buy our way in, and there was people just shout saying that oh, you're you're just you're just the Man City of the league, you know, and. Um, so I think that's where some of it came from as well, isn't it? Bit yeah. ironic, soon as Ashford have got the likes of Franny Collin and a couple of others mm. that are, yeah, yeah. aren't going to be cheap by a long shot. Exactly. Next season, they, all they can get is Joan Collins. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> is Jackie Collins still going? Yeah, she's out on the wing. Oh, she's all right. <laughs> Talk, talking about being on the wing, I know when I was talking with Henning, he reckons that he can play and Gary Elphick needs to check him. He needs to check him. He plays down uh, William Parker. Just quick, you know. Just, Does he? Yeah, so maybe Malcolm. Malcolm, the players' thoughts. What, what, what did they think after the game? And your own, obviously. Um, well, uh, Craig didn't really say a lot because of his mouth. But um, he, yeah, he did say that one of the players said very, very early on that they were quite happy with a... Um, five nil. That, well, they didn't want the five nil. So anything less than that, they were happy. They knew they were going to lose, and um, they were quite happy with that. Um, 
And, so book, yeah. open bookmaking going on then, yeah? So they, <laughs> yeah, they'll take the four. They take I the four, they give one to five. I had six nil on that bloody uh, Super Six. If I not find out that there's some Indian gambling going on here. Yeah, there was, it was never going to be that many. Yeah. If you'd let me know, I would have said to you know. <laughs> but yeah, it was quite um, it was quite an easy game, wasn't it? Apart from mm. like you say, when Craig tr- tried to have a bit of fun with um, with Finney, um, but other than that, they didn't really give pose any problems at all, did they? It was, um, and I, I personally, I think it was the best away game, um, close to home games as well that I've been to. This season, uh, the game was over in 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, it was three, and then it was just like um, uh, damage limitation from them. Um, and it was just enjoyable in the sun with the the crowd. I mean, it, it seemed more like a home game than a home game. You know, and it, I think the 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 way the ground was situated as well, with just that amount of um, of fans in there. It seemed like the noise and the atmosphere was doubled out. I don't know what it sounded like on the commentary, but um, you know, it was, it was, it loud. was loud. It yeah, was it was loud. loud all game. It was, but that was more, I think, because of the way the the ground was sort of in a dip and everything was around it, and it just yeah, acoustics, echoed, yeah. and the atmosphere was great. So that's I that Leon, really that Leon singing. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Even on the commentary, though. Right? Voice uh, of an angel. There was two two early goals, weren't there? What Annie Lennox? There was a two, two, two <laughs> quite angel. <laughs> two Sorry. quite early goals, weren't there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were three new up in twenty minutes, weren't they? Uh, I was listening to the commentary, and my doorbell rang about two minutes after kickoff. I came back up, we were two new up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I missed the second goal. goal. I um. I saw the first goal and then I thought, oh, I'll nip for a wee now while they're kicking off. And by the time I come back, it was 2 0. <laughs> and I was in the toilet and heard a cheer. I thought, there's got to be a goal to us being that loud. Yeah. And then I come out, yeah, 2 0. And I, I just about got behind the goal again to see the third one. So it was all that yeah. quick. <laughs> nah, it was very dominant. Very dominant. But it should have been eight, shouldn't it? I mean, yeah. when you think Ben, ben went through one on one and he could have squared it to uh, Danny and. But he clipped the uh, goalkeeper's shoulder, wouldn't it? And it went uh, went wide. Danny skewed one when he was one on one. Um, yeah, it could have been eight, really. So who was man of the match then? Would you say Danny? I would Probably, say yeah. just. But I thought TC had a great game. Yeah. Um, I thought Nori had a good game. Uh, you know, I think um, you could have picked oh, four or five out of that. Yeah. I mean, I thought I thought points. TC was taking the piss, but like he was just going through people and just kept going, getting those balls in the box and that. And it was just like, oh my god! Like it just yeah, it was only his attacking like a, really that I I sort of mentioned him because none mm. of the defenders um, would be anywhere near man of the match because they mm. didn't have an awful lot to do. Uh, um, you know, and to be fair, not many of the midfielders they they battled, won the ball back, and you know it was just back on the attack. But it was. Um, they didn't have too much to do, really. It was just sort of playing the ball around, and but yeah, yeah, it could have been four or five, but they would all attack all for their attacking. Yeah, dope. And it was um, great, a great win. And then afterwards, obviously, some great scenes. Uh, I I was there for a little while, but then uh, I know that a lot of the chaps went in the uh, 
bar. There was lots of sing songs. Um, I'm, I don't know if any where any of you guys in the back. Well, Malcolm, you'd have been in there, wouldn't you? I was in there. Yeah, I was in there yeah. till the end. <laughs> so tell us, because you know, I, I didn't actually go in, but uh, I mean, I was singing outside, but like, the, the stuff inside, a lot of it's been caught on camera. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tell us about it. it was great in there. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, and you just want me to harp on about the home games where no one comes in. How come they come in on away games and sing like that? <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, it was uh, all the players joined in. They, they loved it. So it was. Um, and in fact, the um, East Grinstead were only saying, you know, how great it was, really. They, they never get that. And they, you know, they never they never have anyone stay afterwards. They don't stay or anything, you know, and it's, uh, it was great for them. So it really was a good evening, or a good couple of hours, anyway. Mm. Yeah. What I did notice, actually, was when I was singing outside, was that a couple of the older boys were joining in as well, people that wouldn't normally, so... which was, I saw that. <laughs> so, you know, it was, um, it was yeah. good stuff. It was good I saw stuff. that on the videos. <laughs> nice. There was quite a few there that I'd, I'd never even seen before, you know. Like, uh, so even lot before the game, there was groups of guys coming in that I thought oh, I've never even seen your face so it uh, it was you so know, it's it glory fans see. Malcolm glory that's fans that's what it is yeah it's getting the um, the rough end of it and it's yeah. getting right near the end <laughs> Tim, Tim had his coach there didn't he yeah yeah. and yeah. They, they don't go all the games I don't think not all of them they got kicked out of the uh, local Weatherspoons, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. The game, yeah. I'm frightened to phone Tim to find out. It was ju- just for singing, it wasn't anything. It just, yeah. yeah, they're obviously not used to it in East Grinstead, yeah. are they? Because I was talking to him before the game, he said they literally had about three people in, in the spoons there, and then the coach would then turn up. <laughs> All that money behind the bar for, for, oh, what's his name, Tim Martin? Is it Tim Martin, I Spoons? Whatever his name is, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they started singing, didn't they? And yeah. The manager in there didn't like it, so I was all right, then we'll go to the football then. That must have been that group of them. There's about 15 coming at about yeah, sort of quarter past two. That you, I think, I'm, I think I actually said, Oh, they must have been down the local spoon. <laughs> <that. Yeah. laughs> yeah. Does anyone know what happened to um, Billy after the game? I, I happened to be walking past the tunnel and he's coming back out from the change rooms with his pristine white shirt covered in all sorts of stains and he looked a bit. Um, his hair looked a bit ruffled. I don't know if the players got a hold of him or anyone knows the story there. I haven't heard, Leon. No, birthday bumps probably. It was his birthday, wasn't it? So yeah. might have copped for something. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> what, what a boost for their clubhouse, though, to have that many people in there, like, you know, the atmosphere and buying drinks. And, um, you know, you, you look for the away games and most teams, their best gate is when Hastings are away. And it's great that we, we do it at home, but we take that kind of, you know, it's a financial input for all those teams as well, isn't it? Who, who get a good, a good home game out of us. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I, this is a club that I spoke to said that we would be bringing people, uh, you know, for this non-league day stuff. Uh, you know, I, I won't go through the drama again about it, but like, you know, it, it's, it's there that, as you just said, Matt, it's, you know, they're going to be making money. They can you know, lay a few things on, make a special day out of it. And well, we still, all of the fans still, you know, in good good humour as well. There weren't no problems, you know, so uh, yeah. that's good. I think there are a few other um, non-league clubs that do after club events, like, sounds like we're about to do. 
a few uh, bands playing and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that drums up a little bit of extra interest for people to stay, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to be honest with you, John. I mean, if if we win the league, oh. I don't know anyone's going to be listening to the band, though. That's the problem. No, they, they need to have it out on the pitch and have a festival. Yeah. <laughs> the whole festival. Yeah. Get Matt, uh, Matt, you can get your band down there, can you? <laughs> absolutely, yeah. You know. There you so. go, Chris, when do you do it? That, that's the thing. I'm, I yeah. know they're doing it at every home game from starting this week. This week, yeah. Um, but it could be a little bit, you know, you get a band on and you get a large crowd and all that, and God forbid we lose and Ashford win and all that, and then it goes on to yeah, that's the only an problem. away game, doesn't it? It's, uh, I, actually, um, I actually know the two guys that are playing on Saturday called the Diamond Brothers. <laughs> They're a bit of a laugh. Um, I've tipped them off a bit about making sure that they play the right stuff. Because <laughs> it could go down, go down the wrong way. Play some experimental Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can want them to play the classics and Bob's yeah. on stage. Yeah, like, yeah, no, this is a new one, guys. Yeah. God, can you imagine? Yes, uh, <laughs> okay, blowing in the wind. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, I think they're actually going to be trying to learn Sussex by the Sea. <laughs> Bad manners version, Chris. Yeah, thank you. So we'll be seeing that, but uh, yeah. I thought that I heard doing a bit of scratching as well, but that was more to do with their medical conditions. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, what's it? Obviously, if you know them, yeah, what type of back? Because all I've seen uh, is they, a picture. They do a lot of cover what? versions of um, sort of a bit of punk sort of, um, but not, not. they don't sound too bad. They're just uh, a bit of a laugh. You're not yeah. building them up. No, you need no. to build them up a bit here, John. Uh, they don't too bad. I mean, like, yeah. come on. No, well, you've got one you the guy the who sings. There's a, a guy on guitar and a guy who sings along yeah. with him, and they're just fun. That's all it is. You just they do fun. cover versions of various stuff, Who, all that all right. sort of stuff, sixties stuff, and a bit of punk, and they don't take themselves seriously. And it's just and there's always there's always something happens. So you'll see, which is good because that's what you want a bit bit of something for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, and that's it. You know. Yeah. Except Pete Heritage, you won't be able to cope with it. <laughs> no. Actually, I was talking to Pete Heritage, he, um, or messaged him, and he actually knows their singer, who's Wally, his name's Wally, and they're both like, oh, they're both nuts. But Wally actually makes Pete Heritage seem like Professor Chris Whitty or someone like that. <laughs> it could be, could be interesting. What, are we going to have Pete on the on the mic as well? Blimey. Well, that might, yeah, you never know. Mind you, it be Wait. Peter Gabriel. It changes name no, to Gabriel. Be, yeah, Gabriel or bit Genesis. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not like I'm forever blowing bubbles or anything like that, we'd have that microphone off him then. Oh god. Well, they probably would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you remember that acid? No? Yeah. Anyone remember that? Late eighties? Who's old enough? You, Leon, you're I'm, not old, I'm old enough. You're Born old in nineteen ninety. Mm, yeah. Year of the guru, mate. Got, least of all, guru, I, was, I was so. I told you, Chris. I was so screaming at that podcast last week because I wasn't on it, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the YMCA and the missing one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going the gay postman because <laughs> it was for Leon. It just so happens, <laughs> and then there I suddenly go. remembered I wasn't actually on it. I was just yeah. listening to it. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, then, let's move on from that great victory to 
the the fantastic under 23s victory um i know uh, that's obviously we're recording tuesday it was on monday they they sewn up the league they've already sewn up the cup um yeah, a fantastic fantastic 3-0 win against cray um james Hull was all over um uh, cray he was a, he was an absolute monster we let him off the clogs now i think clever mm. yeah look, i don't know i, I <sighs> I think so. Do under 23 goals count though, Leon? Because I thought nah, it was... Nah, no, nah, nah. I'm still not letting him off. Nah, thank you. Well done. <laughs> nah. Nah. Nick, can't. That will never die. Yeah, great win. Comfortable win in the end. Anyone want to... Uh, Andy, Andy, you want to talk mm. about it? Yeah, I mean, it's um, legal. James playing for that team is now legalised bullying, isn't it? Really. <laughs> his, his, his sort True. of... Um, yeah, he did take a few... He did um, take a bit of punishment, yeah, actually, though, didn't he? So took lumps out of him. So there was one, there were a couple of whacks where, where you could actually hear hear the kid kick him. Mm. You know, it was, um, so he did, he did stand up, did stand up to quite a bit of treatment. And it was a, yeah, they, they are, they are really good, those kids that it has, and you know, they're just, um, I think they're just, the, the other teams, even though Cray weren't half bad, actually, that's two very, two very good players. The, Number seven and the and the little curly haired bloke who had his socks down. The perm, the perm man. Mm, he was he was good, wasn't he? But they, they look like very good young players. Whereas the Hastings team, even though they're young, they have this sort of maturity about them and the pattern to the way they play. And even though at times, I suppose second half they were just it was almost like a copy of the um, first team, the way they were yeah. sitting on it. But suddenly they break out into a two or three beautiful passages of passing play that just sort of tore, tore the game apart when they when they got going and that and it was um yeah it's just so enjoyable to watch them I must admit really that was nearly 200 people there weren't they which is always yeah. good oh that's good I was just going to ask what the crowd was Ooh, that's, that's yeah 190 good. something so so yeah they deserve that really as well because they are they are a good watch and they they you can you can see the I think I might have said this before. You can see the blueprint there, mm. and two or three of those. I mean, they're all yeah, they're all so good, but two or three of those players are just outstanding. And I don't think Jack Bates was playing, was he? So they had no no Bates, um, but still the midfield is just is just super smooth. Uh, Freddie Leg played. Yeah, Freddie oh, Leg yeah, played, yeah. and oh, um, you know he just played like he played like he does. He's just so. So quick and so yeah. decisive, yeah. and um, that Kieran Moynes who scored the second goal. He's he's a good yeah. player as well, yeah. and he's he's sort of um, so deceptive because he's not a quick mover, but you try getting the ball off him. <laughs> it's a bit of a shame, really, because we're singling out people who 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 we've begun to know. Um, it'd be nice to we need to know, we need to know more about that team. They need more publicity. We've said Chris and I. Were yeah, moan of the week. Yeah, about. definitely. We're nicking your moan of the week, Malcolm. Uh, <laughs> I was I was going to say like there was no team sheet, was there? Yeah. The game. So if you don't know, obviously we know we recognise the lads that have had a bit of first team experience, and mm. was probably even one or two that I have that I still wouldn't recognise. But yeah, just just like a basic team sheet. I mean, like on the Twitter feeds, there was no yeah. team sheet on there, was there? And we went until. Well, it was, saw who scored that you was like oh it was so we've actually talked about this a couple of times now isn't it and we definitely need to twist some arms and um we we 
we thought we could definitely even volunteer between us just to read out a bloody team sheet because they, I mean, somebody nipped up and um, opened the booth up to put on "We Are the Champions" in true cliched style when the final whistle went. So I'm sure they could have opened it up for somebody to announce the teams. Team. Yeah, how hard they work publicising things and that. I think those lads deserve a lot more, a lot more publicity because they are they are good and also. It's for all the money bags taunts. That's a that's a group of mainly local lads as well, isn't it? You know, yeah. and they're all, you know, they're that's not a bought in team. That's a that's a team made of local lads. And you know, we've produced Tom Chalmers out of that. We're just about to see James Hull has graduated this year. Bates is on his way. I mean, Bates and Leg play for the bloody England under 18s for God's sake. They they combined to um they made one of the goals together, didn't they? I think yeah, it's scored and, it's a, yeah. and an assist by Bates. So there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, it was like, yeah, it was like like uh, during the game, I was Chris Agatha was there, and I'm 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 bad little chat with him, and uh, I'm like, oh, why are you here, Chris? Like, and he's like, oh, well, my boy's playing, and he's like, because his boy's number, oh, yeah, number course, ten for yeah. things, because uh, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, sorry, mate, I don't even know, the, I don't mm. even know the team, you know, but yeah. Yeah. You could tell um, some of the lads have benefited from having that bit of senior football. Like the other team really couldn't handle James Hull, could they? No. Really. He, he just, but he bullied him for most of the yeah. game. And um, that kid, like Kieran Moyne's got mentioned, I think I saw him play for Little Common last season. I was like, chatting to his dad. I think he's played for yeah, Little Common, maybe one or two other sort of senior teams. So, yeah, you know, he massively benefits these, these lads getting a bit of bit of first team football, wherever it be at Hastings or yeah. out and line one of the, you know, one of the other local teams. And it's yeah. something we've talked about briefly again, that, that, yeah, getting them, getting them senior football. That's the, that's the thing for the 20 year old, isn't it? Getting them that breakthrough into senior football so that we don't, there are plenty of teams that would like that, some of those players. So that the trick is always getting them the exposure that means they stay, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they see people like, Tom and see people like James and when Freddie's played for the first team and Jack Bates, as long as they see those players going through into the first team, it gives them some, gives them an incentive, doesn't it? And that's the most important thing with that lot because that's a really good, a good resource, a good resource there, you know, for the next five years. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, should we go up as champions with a few games left, maybe there'll be opportunities there with the, just going to say that, Wills. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, good point. Good point. And would you believe they've got a champion of champions game, um, which I couldn't resist when I heard about it. I looked it up. There's a they play a champion of champions game against the winners of the Northern Development League. All right. When's so that? That's, that's not until May the 9th, Would you believe? Hmm. So they've got to sit around till May the 9th, <laughs> waiting for that. Well, where's that going to be then? It's at Avely of all places, Avely. which are who I believe we have some. We have a bit of history with them, don't yeah. we? During yeah. the uh, the FA, the um, was it FA Cup or FA Vars or Val, Val, trophy Val, shenanigans? Yeah. Some shenanigans around that Val. fixture, wasn't there? <laughs> Bloody Avely! That was another I one I interviewed, and they turned on us. But anyway, gone. Yeah, but anyway, the first team at top of the league, didn't they? Avely first. I think their first team at top of their league, like the, the Ryman, whatever it is now, Isthmian North League. So I think if they go up, then they'll be in the Prem as well next season. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, tasty. Yeah. Crunch. 
their yeah. website seemed to be far more interested in the wedding venue than it was the football team. <laughs> <laughs> seemed, yeah, to be they... the more, seemed to be the more successful side of their venture. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Leon. They are top. They're only by two points, so are they? they might not win the league yet. But right then, it's quite nice. By the way, I know at the end the under twenty threes all came over, uh, clapped us all in um, for the fans that were there. Um, I know they're all very appreciative, obviously. And James Hull always gives us all the shout out. He's because he's good for the banter. Let's move on to the potential we're going to win the league on, um, which is Hayward Heath. So it won't be a pushover, but all we need is a draw now, I believe. Yeah. Ending goal difference. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they have been a bit of a bogey sided for us in the past, but I still think we're going to do it this time. I think we will. Yeah, with a big crowd. Yeah. Interestingly, Hayward Heath, uh, the only team we've played this season that we haven't scored against, and that includes our cup run as well. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, their their uh, recent record, their last eight or nine played, they've won four and lost four, and they literally, they're like Spurs, they win, lose, win, lose. They won last time, so they're due a loss. Uh, nine <laughs> on the bounce. Like to hear us, that, Matt. So I to, yeah. Got to be. Useful stats. Yeah. Useful stats. <laughs> Ma- Malcolm? Uh, well, yeah, to be fair, after saying that I think Saturday's game was my favourite and probably the best one, um, I think Haywards Heath away uh, was probably the, the lowest I've been at football for a long time. It was freezing cold. It was fucking horribly cold, wasn't it? Oh, that was freezing. And it was. Wayne was in the shorts. I remember Wayne being in the shorts, though. Sorry, <laughs> Malcolm. <laughs> I had about eight layers on and I was still cold. So, um, and yeah, it's probably the worst game this season and worst for a, a long time I've been to. It, it was... Um, it wasn't a day for playing football though, was it? It was like, it was like minus two, wasn't it, with the wind chill? I can't imagine yeah. the boys on the pitch were enjoying it anymore. Oh, it was Finney's first game for I was going to say, was this where so, they, the defenders had a bit of a yeah. mare? Yeah. yeah, I think Craig and Finney lot it bounced over between them and over the top. And it, it was, it, yeah, it was just a poor game all round, I think. I'm a bit more nervous this week than I was last week. I agree with Matt. I think that it's um, what with the crowd and that, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be this week that they crown champions. It'd be quite nice if it was nil nil and in the last minute Kenny Pogue scores because he, he used to play for them for a bit. <laughs> I think it'd be quite, um, quite a cagey. A fair, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Just because of the occasion, it normally is quite tense. I can imagine it being yeah, quite a tense occasion. They got anything to play for, Leon? Yeah, yeah they're hanging around the playoffs, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Four, yeah. Three, four points clear, though, aren't they? In the playoffs, mm. they're playing. Yeah, for, yeah. They're playing they, for positions, though, aren't they? Yeah, a high advantage in the playoffs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah also, for. with them, they've got the lowest goal difference of all those teams in that hunting pack as well. So every every point is sort of extra important for them. I it's think they've got a couple of quick wingers, and they are a quick fullback, from what I remember. I'm not sure they like our big pitch at the uh, at the pilot field, though, because theirs was quite small with a, a bit of a slope on it as well. So, yeah, I'm not sure they'll like our big pitch and our passing, our passing range. I'm not sure about that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm confident, um, especially with a big crowd. But um, Surely they, they've got the dilemma, haven't they, Malcolm? They've got to think about how they play. I mean, the, the nice thing for Hastings is we... Th- those those guys now know 
you know, surely they just need to know, they know what they need to do and they know how to do it and they've done it. And they just, if they just do what they do, they should win. That's, that's, they don't have to think about it too hard, do they? That's no, the, the difficult part about it when they come to play Hastings is that you can't come there to win. Yeah. Um, and, and that's their problem, I think. They want to win, but if they come to win, we'll pick them off. Yeah. So I think they're, they're coming for a draw. If they get a win, all well and good, but a draw, they'll be happy with it. It's a, a point more than they expect to get. They can't yeah. come there, I don't think, and think, well, we're going there for three points. because we're. No, but I, I just think they'll just have to... I think they're the ones who've got to think about how to play. We we, yeah. we just have to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think this is a, a Dicko a Dicko goal game, this one, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Crucial. 2-1 is my prediction. 2-0. Mm. I think the biggest factor is is if it does if it doesn't go blazing away in the first twenty five minutes is is just for everybody to keep their nerve and that includes yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't want any. You don't want to that. You know that I think all of us are long enough in the tooth to have seen amateur and pro games where that that anxiety transmits itself onto the pitch and that's yeah. the that's the thing you don't want. Exactly. Just patience. I just think with yeah. everything being so comfortable here, it, it is comfortable. 14, is it 14 points clear? Yeah. Mm. I, and, the, and the way the lads that have been playing, even when they've not been great, they've been solid, they've been organised. Then there's no going to be no silliness, I don't think. I think, so I, yeah, no, I, I, I think, your point, I think but... for, for, one, for once, all the pressure's on them, isn't it? Yeah. They, they've got a, they, all those, you've got, Four, five teams going for four playoff places. One of them's going to be disappointed. They, they've got to keep picking up points. They know that they're under a lot of pressure. I still think it'd be quite interesting. What do you reckon the chances are of them, of Ashford not making the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be amazing. Although I'm a bit torn, really, because part of me wants to have that huge rival game next season and Ashford to go up. There's that other side that says, wouldn't it be funny yeah. if they didn't, didn't, if they didn't even make the playoffs? What is the rivalry with, with Ashford? I mean, obviously me being a newish comer to Hastings. Um, but it's fairly new, actually. You're not close, are you? I mean, you're no. one's Kent, one's Sussex. <laughs> what, what, what's it all about? Is it... A, I think in the, the recent, in the recent history, in what you know, sort of post post Agatha, um, they've always been a they've always been a team that that we've just never quite got the better of. Yeah, really. they've always ever since <coughs> since Hastings turned the corner. There's always been Ashford, and it's only this season we've really got the better of them. Yeah. Am I rightly thinking that sort of three seasons ago we had them in the playoff and they scored like a hundred nineteenth minute winner or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from a penalty, I think, wasn't it? Uh, Last we wouldn't have gone up that season anyway, was we? That's when the FA balls balls it all up, didn't they? Yeah, it was was only Horsham that could go up, and they did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, when they used to have fans as well. Do you remember a couple of seasons ago they absolutely packed? you know, they they brought loads of fans and there was a great atmosphere. There was a bit of trouble in that game, I think. Meet didn't they have up there. didn't they have um inflatables or something there? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, that was wasn't that? Oh, that was um with the blow up women. Yeah, went up, went into the crowd, didn't they? And there was a lot of trouble with that. But but you know, it was a real. They seemed like a big club. They seemed mm. like they had supporters at the time, and um, there was a rival. There was a good rivalry there. I think that was the game you kind of looked forward to, and I and I suppose it still is really. It's just it's a it is a shame for them. Where you know, for a team that's done relatively well um, for a few seasons, and they're pulling in crowds of three hundred, mm. you know. I, <laughs> There's so it, I suppose it shows what how how special it is what we've got. They are our big rivals. Do you remember years ago it used to be Maidstone, Crawley. was it? Crawley. 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 <laughs> I remember Bar Barnet at one point, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's just your air, mate. Tunbridge. <laughs> well, ne next season it can be Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're near the playoffs, don't they? They are actually, yeah. Oh, so, I don't want them to go yeah. up. Yeah, I know, I know offence to them, but I wanted to stay in that oh, league because it's a cracking mate. away day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant little town. Nice little uh, pub around the corner. The yeah, pub. it was like loads of nice pubs in, yeah. in around Lewis, so all quite close. Be a good ones to go to. Yeah, you think of the like the really nice names they they the sponsors give the Premiership football grounds. You know, you can tell it's non-league when you go somewhere and it's called the Dripping Pan. <laughs> Lewis yeah I'm looking forward to uh, Henning oh yeah, yeah. yeah. well done that's the third German you've had on in recent weeks isn't it well, yeah he, he was he was saying that it was fake news there wasn't these Germans and I'm, I'm telling him there is Robert and Hair Flick Rob, yeah Hair Flick I mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you no, go. No, he was really good. And he's going to be there Saturday. So, um, it's a Darren Burney interview. Darren Burney, uh, couldn't happen this afternoon. We've got to try and do oh. it on Friday. Um, mm. but he, I don't think he's going to be free. He's going to have to wait till next week. Okay. I've got, yeah. So that's, that's on me. That it's just, um, family stuff going on. And uh, yeah, I just blame the kids uh, again. Fuck it. I'll tell you what, you yeah, know, yeah, no, no bloody dog. sympathy. We're, at we're all, the oh, I'll go get, I'll go get my violin. He's got to change a nappy on yeah. Friday. So we started off with kids in priority failure. I'll tell you what, yeah. We're, when Leon has kids, yeah, let's just see. Yeah. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll be very sympathetic, won't we, gents? I'm not going to have yeah, 20 of them. Yeah, but us older members, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. More kids than clambers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, on, and on that note, a uh, big thank you to Malcolm, uh, Windy John, Andy, Leon, uh, Johnny Wills, and of course Matt. Um, thanks for coming on, chaps. And I shall see you at the game. And yeah. it's going to be the, the one that's going to win the league. Let's hope so, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Bye -bye. Take care, Cheers. Cheers, guys. That's it for another week, Use fans. Is this going to be the weekend? I'm sure it will be. It's going to be a bumper crowd and a great atmosphere. See you there. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. 
and we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick, hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>